0: On this episode of Wavelengths, we will be introducing Jody Fissler, a member of the congregation who has been involved with the UU DEVOTE effort at Williamsburg Unitarian Universalists. UU DEVOTE is an effort by the Unitarian Universalist Association and other organizations to mobilize efforts by Unitarian Universalists to increase voter registration, voter awareness, and bring down legal and social barriers to voting and engaging in the American Democratic process. We are pleased to welcome Jody Fitzler here today.
1: Hi, this is Jody.
0: Hi, this is Jonathan Newby.
1: Hi Jonathan, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, thanks.
0: Are you ready for me to ask just a few questions?
1: I I am. I guess as ready as, as I will be.
0: <laughs> great.
1: Okay. Great. I hope I can give you something that's interesting to somebody. <laughs>
0: Oh, you'll be fine. So, the first question that I wanted to ask is just to you know introduce yourself, like where you're from, how you came to WU, and things like that.
1: Sure. Uh, well, my name is Charity Fissler, and I've been living in Williamsburg since 1997. Uh, my now husband uh, was—I don't think it was, he was—he wasn't a charter member of UU, but he was a member before I came here. Um and he I know helped to um break the ground for the current building that uh, that we have. So he was the one who introduced me to New uh when I first moved to Williamsburg. So I grew up uh in New York, uh, went to college in Massachusetts, so I'm really kind of a northeast sort of uh, that's where I consider myself to be from. Um and like I said, I've been in Williamsburg since nineteen ninety seven. Uh I think what what brought me to UU was, you know, it. Uh, you know, me my and my husband was aware of UU and, you know, thought that it would be a good match for 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 my values and my beliefs. And I uh, found that to be the case. Certainly, uh, I resonate with a lot of the with, with the principles with the covenant. And then actually this UU The Vote work has made me more involved with the the congregation than I have been in a really long time.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing. Could you tell me a little bit about what UU The Vote is?
1: Sure. Uh, Well, I actually came to it almost through a back door, you might say. So I'll start off by saying UU The Vote is sort of an effort on on the part of UUA to encourage people to live out UU principles through political action. Um, Not partisan action, but political action. So it's about voter mobilization. Um, A a lot of it has been about voter mobilization. Um, But about putting UU values and principles into action through um, activity related to the election. There was a lot of emphasis on phone banking and postcards and just in various ways talking to voters and putting information out there, encouraging people to register, encouraging people to vote. As I said, I came to it somewhat through a back door because a, a colleague of mine at work told me that she was writing postcards for an organization called Reclaim Our Vote which focuses on uh, voters of color in states that have a history of voter suppression. Uh, and they provide information about how to register, how to check your registration status, where to go to vote. Uh, and this was over the summer after we were dealing with uh, the aftermath of George Floyd's death, and a lot of people were you, you know, thinking a lot about racial injustices through in various parts of our society. Uh, And so this seemed like something that was it it was important to me because it hit on both the issues of racial injustice, but also participating in democracy, which has been a really big concern of mine for quite a while. Um, So I actually set out to find out how I could participate in the postcard effort to reclaim our vote, and in the in the course of attending one of their webinars, discovered that reclaim our vote was a partner with UU The Vote. Uh, one of the first Reclaimer Vote events I attended was a multi-state panel, including Nicole Presley, who is the national director of UU The Vote. So that made me think, well, gee, maybe there's something going on through Williamsburg Unitarian Universalists related to this that I could become part of. Uh, and so I contacted the social justice chairs to ask, yeah, is there something going on through WUU U- related to you you to vote uh and i got a message back saying actually there isn't but we've really been hoping that somebody would step up to share the effort. so if that would be you we would love to have you (laughs) and i thought wow i really wasn't expecting to take on a chair kind of role at this point but i am happy to organize postcard drives so if that's okay uh at least we can start there and that's what we did so I, i basically took responsibility for organizing uh, postcard drives through reclaim our vote, but you know, in conjunction, so it was all part of you use the vote. But that was how we went about our you use the voting. Uh, it also we also had a, an information session for people who were interested in becoming election officers or poll workers, so that we could um, get people involved that way. Uh, I know a number of people at WUU have also participated in the phone banks, which have been sponsored by Reclaim Our Vote and UU The Vote and some of their other partner organizations. So people in the WUU community have been fantastic in getting out there and participating and encouraging other people to be uh, very actively involved uh, in this very important election season. It's been great to see.
0: Oh, you're absolutely right. And I resonate a lot with you mentioning that democracy really has been tied up in calls for racial justice with the wake of, you know, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and other police murders. And I was wondering if you perhaps could delve a bit deeper into why you think that democracy and social justice are so intertwined, especially in this modern day and age.
1: I mean, I think they've been intertwined for for so long, and we can, I guess I think about it in terms of uh, the, just a simple right to vote. And, you know, back when, when people, women and uh, black people, other people of color were denied the right to vote, that in and of itself should tell us something about how important voting is. If it weren't so important, there wouldn't be so many people trying so hard to keep some people from doing it. And so the fact that you know, we have an opportunity to expand the franchise you know, that we are living into the American democratic principles, the idea that all men are created equal and that you know, we have these founding ideals like liberty and the pursuit of happiness or whatnot. We can really only achieve that individually if we are equal citizens and being able to vote is a big part of that. Obviously, one individual person's vote very rarely makes the difference in terms of the outcome of a particular election but that doesn't matter you know, being able to express your voice knowing about issues and being able to have a say in them and also the power of communities because as we've seen when young people turn out to vote in large numbers it makes a difference when black people turn out to vote in large numbers it makes a difference but even if one individual person May not be the tipping point in most cases. The the power of the collective is enormous, um, and obviously no one should ever take for granted that the youth vote will go a certain way or that black people will vote in a particular way. So it's not about that necessarily, but everyone should have a say in what this country should look like. I think, and you know, we we won't know whether this country is actually working for all of its people if not all of its people have an an equal opportunity to express their views on things and to make their wishes known at the ballot box. It's one of the most fundamental rights and powers that we as citizens have. So I think it's, it's crucial that we identify voter suppression where it's happening and that we work to try to correct that. Um, call it out and expand and, and make it possible for people to exercise those rights that they
0: have as citizens. Yes, that I absolutely agree. And I also believe that it is really important for us to, you know, reach out to people and really get them involved in voting because especially during the pandemic and other times in American history, there have been so many instances of people either not being able to vote because of voter suppression, or otherwise feeling that they have to be turned off from politics because they feel like it doesn't speak to them. But voting is still very important for a democratic society. And an informed vote especially is crucial for making sure that American democracy stays healthy. And that leads me, I guess, to my next question, there must obviously be challenges when it comes to doing you vote or other work involving reducing vote suppression. So I was wondering if you had any particular challenges, maybe frustrations when it came to you doing your work?
1: Uh, I mean, the biggest challenge for me is, is that I'm a volunteer with limited time and just resources to do what... I might like to do. I mean, I have tremendous respect for the people who are doing this at the you know, the state level, the national level, and who are, in many cases, also volunteers, frankly. It's, it's amazing. And, you know, there are also, I think, like a lot of people, there are ways in which I'm comfortable being involved and ways in which I have to push myself I'm not a, I don't love to phone bank myself as much as I've tried to put information out there for other people about how they can do it, because a lot of people really do enjoy doing that. I have to say, it's not my favorite activity. I would much rather write postcards, and I'd much rather organize people to to do things. I'm really good at that part. So I think it's you know part of it is just trying to confront my own strengths, being aware of my own strengths, and try to push past some of my own self-imposed limitations uh, when I can. And also to be um, to accept the fact that I can I can't do everything and I can only do as much as I can do, particularly related to, to voter suppression. I've had this has been an extremely positive experience for me in my little corner of the of the world doing this work. Uh, I've had nothing but positive experiences with it. So I've been perhaps really lucky in that regard. Um, you know, I do follow a lot of the. The national news about things, and um, I get really frustrated, like a lot of people do, when I see some of what is going on around the country, uh, and and wishing that I could um, I could do more. Uh, And it makes me think about things I would like to continue doing, just even for myself. Once the uh, the General Assembly, the Virginia General Assembly, comes back into session, um, new laws that I might like to advocate for, um, but I think I need to get connected with some other organizations who are already paying attention to those issues so that I can figure out how to devote my energies most effectively.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, everyone does, you know, have their own strengths and weaknesses, and time, especially during the pandemic, can't especially be limited. But I'm really inspired, you know, hearing your story, hear about the things that you're trying to do, and I'm very appreciative of all the work that you do as a volunteer. I guess that leads me to my next question of what do you find most fulfilling about your UU devote work and what stuck out to you the most as something that really spoke to you?
1: Um, I mean, I've just been so heartened um, by the response. You know, I when I started out with the postcards, I, I, I ordered 500 postcards and I actually made a mistake. I didn't really understand how it all worked at the time. Um, you know, I just thought I wanted to try to try this out myself, at least initially, because I didn't realize that I was taking on this "You the Vote thing. Um, so at first, I, I, you know, put in an order for 500 postcards, and then I got this information from Reclaim Our Vote saying, thanks so much, here are 500 addresses. Please have them mailed out in the next two weeks. And I thought, oh, I didn't realize that there was a, uh the time here the time constraints on this and so i thought there's no way i can write 500 postcards in two weeks so i just started um contacting friends of mine some of whom are also with wuu and saying hey uh i got these postcards uh, can anybody help me out uh, and so it started out with that first round of 500. And then while that was going on was when I started to realize that there was actually this formal connection between Reclaim Our Vote and New the Vote. Um, and then I got in touch with the social justice chairs, um, Jessica and Helen, uh, to ask if you would be willing to support this through the social justice funds, um, because there are obviously expenses associated with it. Um, and it just never occurred to me that I mean, right before the November election, we had written um, 9,620 postcards, I believe. That wasn't all Williamsburg Unitarian Universalists, because, like I said, I had some personal friends, and then the legal women voters came to know about it, and all together Williamsburg sent it out on their mailing list. So there were people from just from beyond simply WUU. But a lot of it, the majority of the postcard writers, I think, were uh, UUs. Uh, the Women's the for Friends meeting also got involved and they went space from WUU. So it was like UU plus. Um, but we did, you know, like I said, 9,600 9, cards before the November election. And now with the Georgia runoff, you know, people were contacting me to say, are we doing this again? Like, can we, what, what can we do? How can we help? And I... I'm in the process right now actually of distributing six thousand postcards just for this you know this period before December seventh um, when we have to get the postcards mailed out for the Georgia runoff election. I mean that's incredible. That's like fifteen thousand postcards that we've done just in our little corner of Williamsburg. Um, uh, so that has just been incredible to be part of. And to think you know, people have said, you're giving me a lot of credit for organizing it, which, you know, I appreciate obviously the people who are actually writing the cards. um, It wouldn't matter if I were organizing it if nobody were signing up to write the cards. So I, you know, I give so much credit and appreciation to all of the volunteers who have taken on hundreds of cards and are giving themselves writer's cramp um, to, to do this. And I so appreciate the social justice, committee and the board at WEU for putting funding behind this as well, because it's allowed us to make sure that no one is prevented from doing this because they can't afford the cost of the stamps, for example. Um, that's been really, really helpful. So yeah, I said that that's been just so rewarding for me. And then to see the results, like we had the biggest turnout in this country, not just related to what we did with You the vote, but You the vote and all of the others, again, that power of the collective uh, of collective action, that we saw, you know, what is it, a thirteen percent increase in the number of voters from compared to twenty sixteen. That's unbelievable. Um and even though the and especially because the result was so close, the fact that you know, all of those votes really were needed. We needed people getting out there and um, making their opinions heard um, through through their votes.
0: Wow, that sounds really great. That 15,000 number just completely blew my mind. Like... You organizing all these people to help you write that many cars, I can only, like, imagine the impact that, that has had in local community and throughout the country. Just all this collective effort, not only in local pause, but around the country to get people out to vote and exercise their democratic duties. I really respect and admire that. And I also resonate a lot with you mentioning the General Assembly, you know, the governor and several delegates and senators have a lot of priorities coming up up in the next session. And I'm wondering if outside of the UU the vote or out in UU the vote anyhow, if there were any initiatives or legislation or any particular social justice or otherwise political issues that you feel are important for advocating for in a general assembly session coming up?
1: Yeah, I, I haven't seen, I don't, I obviously just finished the special session uh, and I'm not sure what the um, the timing is on the general assembly members submitting their, their bills for the coming session. I should know this actually because I work in state government, but um, I, I need to keep an eye on that. But the um, one of the things that I have written to my delegate about is the issue of restoration of rights for convicted felons. Um, that's one of those areas. It's a it's a holdover from um, I think the it, it's a racist policy in my opinion that um, it was an act you know a pretty um, barely concealed attempt. To, to keep people from being able to vote, largely people of color. Um, and I think that's one of those things that we could try to, to get changed, uh, to expand access to the ballot box. Um, I can see where there are perhaps some concerns or some things that you might not want a, a convicted, a violent felon, perhaps you might not want them to get their right to own a gun back, depending on the circumstances. But um, why they should be barred from voting makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, There are some states where even being actively in prison does not prevent you from voting. I see no reason at all once someone has completed their prison sentence and is considered to have paid their debt to society, so to speak, that they should have to wait until they get some kind of special um, recognition from the governor to get their rights back so i think automatic restoration of the right to vote and to sit on the jury are you know things that i would absolutely want to see happen in virginia um, fortunately with related to, related to voting the general assembly made some great changes just last in this, in this last january session the last regular session that ended up paving the way for i think a much better election process this time, uh, they had to make some additional uh, changes related to the pandemic. But even before that, in terms of expanding uh, the rules related to absentee voting and uh, the ability for people to fix any discrepancies or errors on their uh, mail-in ballots, that kind of thing, those were in place before the pandemic uh, that had, they had just gotten passed. So some of the nightmare scenarios that we've seen in other states, Uh, Could have possibly happened here. Virginia used to score really low on some of the watchdog ratings as far as ease of uh, voting. And with the um, measures that were passed just this past January, we are now in a much better place than we were. So I'm really heartened by that. Uh, And I really hope that we will see some more things in that direction. Um, But like I said, the, the, the issue with restoration of rights is a big one in my mind.
0: That's very true. I remember reading sources um, about Virginia voting that we uh, used to be, at least before all the reforms, dead last or near close to dead last as far as like the ease of citizens being able to vote. So mm-hmm. I'm very heartened by the fact that we're now inking towards like getting to the top of the list, which is where we should have been from the beginning. And mm-hmm. restoring voting rights for Deformally incarcerated is also very important because, you know, we have to say, you know, you served, you serve your time, now you are ready to reintegrate yourself into society, but that doesn't make sense when, you know, they don't have the right to vote and it's also harder for them in regards to a bunch of other issues, such as getting a house or an apartment, getting a job, even being able to feed their family, and just being able to live out a new life. So I agree with that. It's very important to get felons the right to vote and bring them back into the democratic process that we all should share as citizens and residents of America. And my last question before we end this is just a pretty open ended question. Just what would you like to say to anyone who's listening as far as how they might get involved or how they might be able to advocate for themselves in expanding voter enfranchisement in America or in Williamsburg locally? Well, that's
1: a big question. Um, unfortunately, I'm really not an expert on this, uh, you know, I'm, I, like I said, I got into this almost by accident and so I'm, I'm learning a lot myself as I go along, but I'd say if, in terms of how to get involved in something, if there's an issue that you're concerned about, I would bet that there are probably other people who have already been thinking about that issue and you can probably find a lot just by, um, you know, searching the internet for organizations that are active in that, in that area. Or if you can't, if you don't know how to find them, or you can't find them, even to just contact your own delegate or state senator to to say I'm concerned about this, and I hope that you will work on on this. Uh, you know, is there or or to go to see them if they're at their offices or having any kind of um, events, you know, town hall events, just that you can um, get to know them uh, a little bit and let them know what your concerns are. Um, I don't know what the future of UU, the vote will be at WU after the election. I haven't talked with the social justice chairs about that. I know that at the national level, it will be continuing. This was not just about the, the 2020 elections, um, but it's about, again, putting UU, the UU um, covenants and values into practice uh, in a political sense, so I think that will be continuing uh, Regardless, so people can certainly go to uh, youthevote.org and see what kinds of things they are talking about um, at the national you the vote level. Um, You know, one of the things, actually, I would like to add back to your earlier question about Mm the overlap between um, uh, voter action and racial justice. You know, one of the things that I have often said, especially to young people who um, sometimes feel like, eh, it doesn't really matter, yeah, you know, it's just just a vote, you know, it doesn't doesn't change anything, that civic engagement is not just about voting. I and mean, I think voting is is really important, but it is not the uh, the be all end all of civic engagement. And even in order to be able to cast a vote responsibly, you know, you should you should be uh, you know, thinking about issues and educating yourself about issues. I recognize, though, that that takes time and that takes energy. And there are a lot of people in our society, disproportionately people of color, who just don't have that time or mental energy to go to town hall meetings or to read lots of different news sources and see how different candidates are talking about issues or to educate themselves about the nuances of, of various issues. And so civic engagement, it, it, it's almost, it, it, it takes time. And I hate to say that that's another way in which, um, you know, we, we see racial injustice playing out. But I'm afraid that's probably the case that, you know, who speaks up? The people who have the time and the energy or the money to put behind causes that they believe in you know, they're the ones who are more likely to get their voices heard um, because they can afford to be active beyond just going and casting a vote. Um, So I think that's something that that concerns me about civic engagement. And I think it's so important that people be civically engaged all year round, not just when it comes time to vote. Um, At the same time, I recognize that that can be a burden that, fall more heavily on certain people than others. And I'm
0: struggling to reconcile that for myself. Mm, Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing. I definitely agreed a lot with your last point about civic engagement being more than just voting. It really does involve knowing and being involved in your community however you can. And I have, you know, some... Good feelings knowing that the work you've done with, w- with UU the Vote has helped to at least ease some people into being civically engaged. And I do hope to see a lot more out of You the Vote in the future and other social justice initiatives. And thank you. Mm-hmm. Can I put it one
1: last bit? <laughs> <Sorry>. <for laughs> I was just going to say, um, you know, another thing that I would also encourage about if people being involved is to look to the, the, the truly local level, too. Um, you know, we put so much emphasis on things like presidential elections or, the, you know, the Senate race, the U.S. Senate, but people have so much power to influence things at their city council uh, level or board of supervisors level. So you know there is a lot that can be accomplished, a lot of really important change that can happen if people go to school board meetings or any or you offer to sit on those boards. Like anybody at least in Williamsburg, you can put in an application to serve on a board as a citizen. Uh, that's an incredible way of being involved and helping to influence things at a at a small level. But the small level is where a lot of people really you know that's where they live. So you have a really big potential to make significant change by looking at the local level as well as national and every level in between.
0: Wow, that's actually a really good tidbit. I'll have to keep that in mind for myself, actually.
1: Yeah, if you're... Uh, I know for the city of Landsburg because I live in the city of Landsburg, If you go to the city of Landsburg's website, there's an application form where you can fill out which boards you might be interested in serving on. And there are... It, it's not like you have to be voted or elected for those positions sometimes it's just they're looking for people with an interest uh, to serve and some of them i think they require an interview others may not um, there are different roles for the different bodies but it certainly doesn't hurt to you know put your name in for a queue and see what happens
0: mm-hmm. i'll definitely do some research for myself is there anything else you'd like to share uh
1: i think I probably you know, I just keep you know show, shooting things out as they occur to me. So I apologize for not being more organized in my thoughts.
0: Um, but, no, it's uh, perfectly no, I keep, fine. Yeah. <laughs> After we hang up, I'll probably come up with something else that I will say. Darn! I wish I had said this, or I wish I had said something differently. But hmm.
1: that's the nature of it, I guess.
0: It is. Well, thank you so much for coming to this interview and being able to share your thoughts and experiences. It really does mean a lot to me to be able to hear what you and others have been doing in the community and in the congregation.
1: Well, I appreciate you doing this. I didn't even realize that WUU had a podcast, so uh, I'm delighted to be able to participate, and I hope I was able to uh, say something that's useful or interesting or enlightening to you, to your listeners, our listeners, all the WUs out there. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity.
0: Of course. It was all good insights. Thank you so much for tuning in to this latest edition of Wavelengths. If you would like to learn more about how you can get involved with social justice work within UU, or if you would like to attend service at WU, go to WUU.org. If you would like to send feedback on this episode or if you want to ask questions or leave other comments, you can email us at podcast at wuu.org. Thank you and have a great day. Go in peace williamsburg University's voter mobilization work is continuing as we speak. Jody has sent out a new call for postcard volunteers just a few days ago, and from there she will be contacting voters in Virginia who may have been purged inappropriately from voter roll about how they can check their staff and register in time for primary elections. We expect this effort to be the first of several future postcard drives before the November election. With any luck, one of them might become an in-person postcard party after the pandemic.